The Bible says that the church is to rise and shine and be a light in the darkness. But many in the church are bound with sin, and as a result, they're unable to be a light. On today's program, Joelle Spinks will share how you can be set free through the finished work of the cross. Stay with us. Joelle has a great word for you today. Welcome to Lifeline today. Good to have you with us on the program. It's going to be a great program, by the way. Uh, we're talking uh, and have uh, via video Joel Spinks, who preached in a Dominion conference some time ago. Mm -hmm. And he's got a very, very challenging word about dealing with areas of sin. Some very encouraging yeah. things he'll say. Yeah. Uh, remember, our phone lines are open. You can call us any time during the program. And good in the beginning, because they do load up at the end. And uh, you know what? We're thankful for all the praise reports, too, yeah. <laughs> and your partnership. Thank you very much for that. You know, Joan, uh, we really are moving forward with the program and expanding in many ways. And so uh, thank you to our partners for yes, that. Yes, for sure. So today, Joel Spinks. Now, Joel, we should set up. He worked for us for many years. He's like his spiritual son. Yeah. Actually, he's more than that. He's, he was like a son and, and his wife, a daughter, and yeah, their children, Mathilde. grandkids, when they were here with us. When they were here with us, Joan, they were at the same age as our kids. And so yeah. they came to every Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving. They were with us and uh, well because they were so far from home but they he's pioneered a, a work and is ministering to the francophone people all over the world it's absolutely through television wonderful. and through his church there in uh, granby and uh, bromont area of quebec and you know it's just a phenomenal and he was a great guest at our dominion conference as well always comes with something really uh, good <laughs> for us to hear. Yeah. So today we're I, going to hear from him. Yes, and I thought it was interesting, we've said this once before, that at that particular conference, it seemed like every single one of our speakers opened their messages with Isaiah 60, yeah. Yeah. 1 to 3, you know, where it says, Arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Great darkness on the earth, but great light on God's yeah. people. And then they all brought a message from their own perspective. Well, uh, Joel Spinks brought an incredible message. He said, you know what? A lot of people feel as though they are not able to arise and shine because they're dealing with sin, either secret sin or overt sin in their lives, and right. they just don't seem to be able to get a breakthrough. Yeah. Well, you're going to hear this from this message, and uh, Joel was going to share it with you. Uh, be ready. Now, listen, let me encourage you. Don't take condemnation. No. Because, you know, condemnation is one of the greatest obstacles to us moving forward. We, and, and the Bible says there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ yeah. Jesus. He's paid for our sins. Yeah. But we are to follow him and obey him. So let's go right now and hear Joel. But there's something that I really had in my heart for you guys as I've been sharing, like, we've heard about the glory. We've heard about revival for many, many years. And as I've said, many people have gotten disheartened. And they start, they, they've actually become cynical. Will this ever happen? But with God, you know, God is outside of time. God exists outside of time. For us, we're, we're very limited with our, you know, linear things. 
thinking. You know, this is the way we think. You know, there's a beginning and there's an end. But God is outside all of that. And today, as I was experiencing the presence of God, this was part two. I also believe that many people are called to return to the place where God has originally called them to be a soldier in the army of God, believe in God for revival. But honestly, brothers and sisters, if you're not going to pay the price for this revival, who will? If you give up, give up now, who's going to pay the price? And today, this is what the Lord asked me. Will you, are you willing to pay the price for nations? Are you willing to pay the, the price? Are you willing to birth the nations? Are you willing to do that? And I believe this is what Holy Spirit is asking you tonight. Are you willing to pay the price? Or are you just even in a church movement where we say we're prophetic, where we say we believe in the glory, where we say we believe in Canada's destiny, is it something that's even become religious for you? Have you just said, yeah, okay, yeah, we believe in revival. But are, do you really believe to the point where you're willing to lay down your life for it? Sila, Are you willing to lay down your life for it? And say, God, I'm going to pay the price, whatever that price is, whatever you've called me to do. I want to, I want to give birth to what you want to do. And you know what? One of the things, one of the reasons why many are not entering into the fullness of what God's had in store for them is because of sin. And this is the part that I felt the Lord wanted me to say to you. Ha, hallelujah. This is my portion. We've talked about all the immorality that's flooded in the nation. We've had some different messages during this weekend where we heard about all the immorality that's come. And then you wonder, why hasn't the church risen up? Why hasn't the church risen up and been a voice? Do you know why? Because the church has been like the world. Since the church is like the world, the church says, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I'm not going to denounce anything because I'm exactly like these people. And they haven't dared to say it. And this, this message that I want to share from the heart of God, I believe in the glory. I believe in the supernatural power of God. But I believe that Satan has wanted to hinder this revival through sowing discord, disunity, dishonor, in, within the body of Christ, because actually he's not able to change God's destiny or God's plan. He's totally not capable of stopping what God wants to do. But he's able to stop men and women of God if they get distracted. He's able to get people off the right course. So tonight what we want to do is get back on course. So if the church in Canada hasn't arisen as we've sung it before, you know, arise and shine, arise and shine, we've sung about it. So what's the deal here? Why? What's going on? You know, many times in our churches, we've heard that we shouldn't walk in sin. How many here, you've already heard a message that we should walk in holiness by raising your hand. You've already heard that we should walk in holiness. Have you ever, and then you've heard also some sermons that are maybe very legalistic and they'll, you know, squish you or, you know, you'll, you'll leave the church service and you'll just feel horrible about yourself. There's all kinds of different messages we've heard. But one thing I hadn't heard for many, many years was how to walk in holiness. And this is one portion that we need to understand as the body of Christ. And I believe, I truly believe with all my heart that in the body of Christ, if we declare the glory of God in a place of authority, if we actually uh, believe that what we say will happen, it will happen. But it's the prayer of the fervent, of the just that has a great impact. I'm translating the verses in, from French to English. But 
What you need to understand is that if you understand the place of where you are, seated in Christ in heavenly places, and if you understand about how to walk in the, the liberty from the sin nature, you're going to pray, and you're going to walk in holiness, and you'll be able to really contend for this nation. But if you're bound in sin yourself, you probably will give up, and you'll say, I can't do it because I don't want to be a, a hypocrite. I want to share a story with you. I had a man come to my office, and he said, uh, Pastor Joel, I've been uh, bound by sin. I, I was raised in a family where every single day my parents would watch pornography in front of the kids. I was raised in a household where we watched pornography as a family. And he said, when I got saved, I went to church, but I could never get free from pornography. And he said, I was bound by this, and I'm still bound today. He's in my office saying, I, I'm bound by the sin of pornography, and I want to be free, but I just don't know how. And I believe, listen, brothers and sisters, I believe many people, we've heard all great sermons about, you know, healing, confessing the word, and all these things, but none of it will work. None of it will work when we're bound by Satan. So this man, he's in my office, and he's distraught. He's like, you know, I don't know what to do. So I, I went to visit my pastor, uh, and I asked him, I, I said, what can I do? And the pastor said, well, listen, you need to pray more. You need to read the Bible more. You need to be more faithful in church attendance. So I'm listening to him, and he says, but I did all those things, and it didn't work. And it didn't work, and I, here I am. I've been watching pornography Every single day of my life in 30 years, I haven't been able to even skip one day. I'm totally bound. I go to church and I feel like a total hypocrite. Is there any hope for me? And the pastors would always tell him, do these things. And it never worked. And I told him, I told this brother, I said, listen, you're going to leave my office totally set free. I guarantee you, you will be totally set free today. Not because I'm going to do anything special, but I want to inform you about something that the church no longer preaches. I'm going to share, and tonight, and we're going to talk about the glory, and we're going to finish this off in the glory of God, but also in your total deliverance. I believe God wants to set you all free. Perhaps you're saying, well, my problem is not pornography. Perhaps you've got another problem. Per, uh, whatever that could be. Today, God wants to set you free. And the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Now, most Christians would say, oh, yeah, yeah. And at this time, when I preach about the cross, this is where people tune out. And they say, I've heard this before. I've heard this before, and I don't need to hear about this. I already know all about it. This is where you're wrong. Tell your neighbor, your neighbor, you're wrong. <laughs> For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. You see, you ask the man on the street about the cross of Christ, and they're just going to say, well, that's, you know, a man who died on the cross. What's the big deal? How can that change my life today? You know, for, for those who are perishing, it is totally foolish. But for us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Now, I told this brother in my office, I said, listen, for many years you've been trying to be free from something, and you've put your willpower to get free. I, I said, is that true? He said, yeah, I've been trying, but I'm not succeeding. I'm failing all the time. 
I said, well, the problem is you've been using your power to get free from something you've already been delivered from. I said, 2,000 years ago, the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us, it is the power of God. So I said, what you need is not your own power. You need the power of God to come upon you. But the power of God cannot come upon you because your faith has been placed and anchored in what you're doing. Now, it's good to read the Bible. It's good to go to church. It's good to pray. But if your faith is anchored in what you're doing, the Holy Spirit cannot come upon you to give you the victory. Because your faith is not anchored in the finished work of Christ. Your faith is anchored in yourself, and you are not the source of your own deliverance. You are not the source of your victory. So when Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago, he not only paid for you to be totally forgiven of your sin, but he also paid for you to be delivered from the dominion of the sin nature. You see, you, you are a spirit, you live in a body, and you have a soul, your mind, your will, and your emotions. And many Christians even believe we don't have a sin nature. They say, well, I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus, all things are new, hallelujah, that's all good. But that's your spirit, man. You are a new creature in your spirit, but in your body, you know what, your body is still at war against the things of the spirit? If you don't have a sin nature, you know what, you're a liar. That's what the Bible says. But the Bible says in Romans 6.14 that actually what happens is the Holy Spirit can come upon you and you will be totally free from the dominion of sin. And that verse is talking about the sin nature. So listen to this. 2,000 years ago, when Jesus died on the cross, he died on the cross so you would be forgiven, yes. But this is the portion that the church has not understood. He also paid for that dominion of the sin nature will no longer have power or dominion over you. We're talking about dominion, but we need the dominion of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That's where it all starts. And I told this brother, I said, listen, what you need now is the revelation of the cross. Many times people will roll their eyes. Maybe some of you tonight, you're there and you're thinking, you know, you're rolling your eyes. I've heard the cross, the message of the cross before. Many people have heard the message of the cross, but they haven't received the revelation of the cross. It's not only about being forgiven of your sins. It's much deeper than that. It's actually the power source for your Christian walk. The power, you know what? The power of God comes upon you, and when temptation comes, instead of entering into the temptation, you remember 2,000 years ago, I was set free from this thing. So I, you know what? You never battle sin. Don't ever battle sin. The Bible says there's one battle, and it's the battle of faith. I don't know the English scripture, but there's one battle. How do you say it in English? Does that work? Le combat de la foi. There's one battle, and it's the fight of faith. Fight, that's the word. The fight of faith. It doesn't say there's 10 fights of faith. There's one fight. If you get the fight of faith, you get it all. Because the fight of faith, what happens actually there, is you place your faith in what Christ did for you, and once you're free, I told this brother, I said, you're going to leave my office free. So I prayed, and I, I came against all the spirits of perversion over his life, and I said, now you are free by the authority of Jesus' name. He left my office. I saw him two weeks later. He says, Pastor Joel, I'm free for the first time in my life. For the first time in my life. He says, 
I was bound every single day. I said, I know you're free. He said, no, no, you don't understand. Every single day of my life for 30 years, I watched porn. I was totally addicted. You don't understand, Pastor Joel, but I'm free today. I said, I know you've been free for 2,000 years. You just hadn't heard about it yet. You didn't know that you had been set free. He's like, I'm free. Six months later, I meet the brother. He says, Pastor Joel, I'm still free. I said, I know you're still free because Jesus paid it 2,000 years ago. Amen. So there's a reason why in the church, in the body of Christ, we, we've been silent. And many people, we've preached all kinds of things over TV. And I preach all kinds of things because we need to have a, a menu with all kinds of topics. That's okay. It's, we're, but the thing is, we can't forget our source. We can't forget our foundation. And the foundation is the cross of Christ. Through the cross, you get healing. Through the cross of Christ, you get deliverance. Through the cross of Christ, you get everything. And there are many churches in our day and age, they say, let's delete the songs about the cross. Delete the songs about the blood. Because people will not find it attractive. It does not appeal to people. And then what happens? Our churches grow. Our churches grow, but the people in the churches aren't saved. If you don't preach the cross, if you don't preach the blood that cleanses us from our sins, you just have a social club. So you have all these people coming. They're, they're dancing to the music they like. They have the beat that they like, but they're going to hell. So what do we do? Do we believe in revival for this nation? What are we going to do for revival? We're going to pray. Yes, we're going to pray, but we're also going to be a voice. Like Pastor Craig said this morning, we need to be a voice. So what will we, if we're ourselves bound in sin, how can we be a voice? This is a problem, brothers and sisters. And I've seen so many men come to my office broken, and they feel like a hypocrite. And this is why many times in the churches, lots of women come to pray. And lots of men stay at home because they feel like a hypocrite. But you know what? Men can walk in holiness. The Bible says, be ye holy as I am holy. So it's not just a, a, a wishful thought. It's actually something we can experience today. We can walk in holiness. It's possible. If God says to do it, it's because it's possible. invited to the Powerfully Prophetic Dominion Conference in Lethbridge, June 28th to July 1st. It will be a time of seeking the Word of God over Canada and hearing from top Canadian prophetic leaders including Dr. David Damien, Charlie Robinson, Craig Baroker, and Dick and Joan DeWert. Children will enjoy Dr. Blaine and the Time Travelers, and there's a special luncheon on the Saturday with Dick and Joan. Register online now at dominionconference.com or phone 587-425-5730. Help change the spiritual climate of Canada by partnering financially with Lifeline today. Your monthly partnership goes to a fully Canadian ministry passionate about seeing the glory of God come to our nation. Partner at $25, $50 or $100 a month and receive a special thank you gift from Dick and Joan DeWert. Call today and say yes to becoming a partner with Dick and Joan. Phone 403-942-0123 or email info at dickandjoan.com today. In Psalm 107:14, the psalmist said he led his people from the darkness, from the darkest gloom, and he snapped their chains. Do you find yourself in chains today? Perhaps chains of addiction, sickness, depression? Some of you are chained to your past. Jesus doesn't just have the answer to your situation. He is the answer run to him. He will lead you up out from the darkness. He'll lead you out from the deepest gloom. He'll snap your chains. 
Whatever your need today, we want to pray for you. Will you give us a call? Our telephone prayer partners are standing by. Give us a call at 403-942-0123. Call right now. You know, Joan, that's a message that you might call strong meat. Yes, you know, it is. Uh, Apostle Paul said that. You know, he was talking about certain believers, you feed them with milk, you know, but yeah. you can't give them the meat of the word. Well, that was a yeah. script, that was a message that gave you some meat. Dealing with some of the core issues and mm -hmm. coming in faith to the power of the cross. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, that's the whole message of Easter. The it, power of the is. cross, defeated sin once and for all. That's right. And you know, Dick, I like the way that he talked about, you know, well, I don't like the way that what he talked about, but he said many churches are removing references to the cross. They're and getting the, the crosses out of their churches and they're taking the songs out that have to do with the blood. And it's very sad because those two things are the foundation of everything that we believe that Jesus did for us. He went to the cross and he shed his blood so that we can be set free and have no condemnation. You know, uh, in the past few years, we've seen a lot of desecration of crosses. Uh, there are elements in the Middle East and other places in the world. And in China now, mainland China has uh, forcing Christians to take the cross off their church building. Mm -hmm. And uh, there again, it's an offense to the enemy. So uh, to the spiritual forces I'm talking about of hell, because mm -hmm. they know they were defeated at the cross. Yeah. And uh, so you know what? We intentionally put up more crosses in our building <laughs> and we're not done. We're going to put more so that they're visible everywhere. Yeah. But the point is this, Joan, that that uh, the cross is the center of all of our faith. That's and I right. want to talk to you right now for a moment because there are so many people. And in fact, I was just reading a prayer request here just a moment ago that had come in. And, and the, it talks about condemnation and guilt. And this person who feels like they can't even uh, function. You know, as they a Christian. Feel, as a Christian, they're inadequate, full of shame, humiliation, guilt, rejection, fear, and anger. That's quite a list. I feel like I'm a fake. That's exactly what this individual who called our prayer center said. So why should God help me out? Well, you know, you don't get yourself perfect to get God's help. No. What you do is you come to him and you put your faith in the cross where Jesus pronounced on that cross. Oh, mm -hmm. You know, the, I never <laughs> am and cease to be amazed at the power when he said on that cross, it is, is finished. finished. He didn't make a long sentence. He didn't say a lot. He just made it clear it's done. Sin mm. was defeated once and for all. Mm. And, and what Joel was saying is we just adopt that. We adopt that. And we let the power of that set us free. It's already done. All we have to do, Dick, is receive it for ourselves. I have several other prayer requests that Jill has given us from the prayer center as well. Um, here's three. A caller says her grandson is addicted to video games. A heartbroken mother is asking for prayer for her daughter, who is in a lifestyle that's not good and also addicted to drugs. Pray for a 13-year-old girl who suffers from anxiety and anorexia. 13, she cuts herself and has even attempted suicide. You know, Dick, I read these three prayer requests and I thought, here's the key. These people need to understand and experience the love of God. Because God loves you so much that he sent his only son to a cross 
to die for you so that you might be set free from your sins. And Dick, that is it in a nutshell. People need to experience the love of God. So I pray for those and many, many others who are watching. When I read these prayer requests, you said, that's me. I can see myself there. You need a revelation of the love of Jesus Christ for you. So Father, I pray for everyone watching who needs a revelation of the love of God for, their, for themselves. And Lord, I thank you that you would not just give them a revelation in their head, not head knowledge, but heart knowledge. Lord, that it would go from their head to their heart where they would actually feel the experience. Holy Spirit, we pray. We pray that you would come alongside these ones right now and that you would embrace them and that they would uh, know your presence and that they would know that there is hope for them in their situations. We thank you for that, God, in Jesus' name. You know, while you're praying, Joan, I felt there's a man named Stan that's watching the program. And uh, Stan, you fell into a deep depression, but mm. what's gone on in your mind is you really feel like you've been separated from God, that you did something wrong, that you are, you know, you're probably feel like you've lost your salvation. And Stan, that's a lie. It's a lie. The blood of Christ has more power than any emotion or feeling that you have. And uh, wow. I do believe that you're suffering from depression. There could be causes to that, but I speak life over you. But this core issue, do not believe that you yeah. are separated from God. It says in the book of Romans chapter 8, what shall separate us from the love of God? And then mm -hmm. it goes on to say, can hell separate you? Can the world separate you? Can everything, and this is nothing in heaven or hell or on the earth can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. And so I pronounce that over you. And I also feel there's a woman named Lydia who is suffering deep anxiety, your, your stomach pains and other side effects from uh, anxiety and worry about some things. And I, I just really feel this, Lydia, God is healing you. Wow. It's not, there's not something wrong with you. There's not something wrong with what you've done. God is healing you. There's a healing going on in your body that will resolve that issue. And I speak that healing over you now in the mighty name of Jesus. Wow. In Jesus' name. You know what, Dick, I, I, uh, as you're praying, I'm just really sensing that there are many people watching right now and you really have a need of healing in your body. Do you know that Christ went to the cross not just for our sins so that we might be saved and have eternal life, but Isaiah 53, it says this, He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed physically emotionally and so i just pray this is a this is the promise of god this is the word of god and it's true if we pray for you to be healed you can expect the power of God to touch you from the top of your head to the tips of your toes and you can be healed. So Father, I pray for every person watching right now who has a need of healing. Touch them, Lord, in Jesus' name and we speak healing and we thank you for what you did on the cross. I really feel to pray for someone named Sharon as well that you're suffering. Of, I, I want to say some kind of abscess 
or something like that, but uh, mm. it may be a different situation, but there's someone named Sharon. Call the prayer line, Sharon, and all of those who, maybe we didn't say your name, but you are struggling in one of these areas, and you, very often condemnation brings infirmity with it. Yes, it does. But Jesus paid for it all. He did. <laughs> she just read it in Isaiah 53. <laughs> John declared it, and, yeah. it's, and that's why he said it is finished, mm. and so it can stop right where you are. So call the prayer center right now. Thank you for being a partner as well of this program. Mm -hmm. And thank you for being with us today. Now remember this, God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. See you next time. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This program is supported by viewers like you, and we thank you for your partnership. We want to hear from you. Send us your prayer requests, praise reports, and comments on the program. Be sure to visit our website for up-to-date information or get in touch with us by email or phone. Also, don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Dick and Joan are now available for conferences and events in your area. To book them for your event, call 587-425-5730 or email info at dickandjoan.com.